Hello and welcome to Shock Monkey Radio. That's Shock Monkey Radio. Is the monkey French kissing in an electrical socket? No, I just want I, oh. I just want to emphasize um, that Shock Monkey Radio. I think it kind of implies Shock Jock Radio. One would think. Yeah, it's just that I don't think that jock is a very pretty word. I think monkey is a better word uh, because it also it's it's also like a self deprecating to. Um, you know, I'm just a monkey. Doesn't matter what I say. You right. Know? And jock tends to lead people to think of Johnsons. Right. But which can be accurate. We can be a bit of dicks from time to time. Absolutely. But um, the idea is is that we're trying to have fun. We are. These are the kind of conversations that you have with your friends. You know, having a couple beers and so forth. A couple beers? And so, um, you know, don't take this shit too seriously. You know, I'm, I, I'm just, this is like a quick mailbag, I guess. It's like, you know, if you willfully ignore the sake, the sense, your own sense of humor just for the sake of being offended, then you're doing life wrong. And so um, I, just want, I just want you to know, uh, I got to work on this disclaimer. I just, I just need to warn people that, first of all, this show isn't for children. You know, if you're under 18 and you're listening to this, stop. <laughs> you don't have the intellectual capacity to understand what we're talking about because your brain hasn't fully formed until the age of, I believe, like 25. Your mid-20s is when your brain stops uh, developing, especially the frontal lobe part of your brain. That's why when you're a teenager, all you're doing is chasing ass, you know, because you know, that's, that's all that's really been activated. Oh, yeah. And, and so, uh, uh, yeah. So just, you know, take, take everything we say with a grain of salt. We're just trying to make people laugh. I'm not trying to, uh, offend anybody, you know, and if you're offended, if you're the kind of person who works on offense, then, um, and I, I, I want to say that if you're the kind of person who lives your life, just looking for things, if you wake up and check your social media, looking for things to be pissed off about, um, there's something you're doing life wrong. You're doing life wrong. So I got to edit this. I got to make this tighter, a tighter warning about um, uh, uh, like a disclaimer warning. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll work on it. I'll work on it this week. I promise I'll have something tighter. This is Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman. I'm here with the hill hippie. Hello. Uh, EK is here, too, somewhere. I mean, he, there he is. He's around here somewhere. The camera's over here, jackass. <laughs> Let's wait for him to do his. Yeah. Yeah, EK's here, and he's playing with the cameras. That's not what he's playing with. Anyway, so um, I thought he was gonna moon me there the way he was leaning over. Just give me, just give me the word when you're uh, done fiddling around, bro. No. Anyway, is that um, the word? Technically, it was a word. No, that's the uh, that's a safe word. Safe word is no. That's a pretty good safe word. It is it's probably the best safe word, if you ask me. And if you ask, if you ask me, I think that's generally the default safe word. You know what? This, you know what is a better safe uh, safe word than no? Fucking stop! Can you do something about the? It's so hot in here, dude. Um, uh, dude. Is the, is you, the AC going getting lower? Dude, that fan going any faster? Dude, let me see. Let me see what I can do. Dude, your mic went lip. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm hot. It's been hot lately. You know, it's May. You know, it's May. These are like my ears hot. I mean, it's set to seventy, and and it's reading at seventy. Do I think? I think you're just. I think you're just having hot flashes, there, old lady. I, I, I mean, I you can, asshole. You. I can just, just because I'm forty-two. I can just do this. Okay, that works. All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and keep going with the show, if you don't mind. No, do your thing. All right, so we, <laughs> we usually start with our weekends. Oh, God, haircuts! I'm out! Was that like a reflex? Yes! Oh, wow. Yeah, so um, we usually start with our weekends. How was your weekend, dude? Uh, uh, I'm afraid to talk. There's clippers in the room. That's okay. Uh, my weekend was fucking amazing, bro. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, out representing... Uh, oh, right! The May the 4th! That, too. <laughs> The fourth, uh, the fourth was definitely with us. Yeah, the fourth. The fourth was definitely with us. Uh, went out with Team FXBG Public Radio to a uh, live right. event. Lost in the Long Box, yeah. yeah. And uh, had an amazing time up at uh, Flashback Comics during the free comic book day. Shout out to those guys for fucking putting on an amazing event. 
is, is just, oh, wow. Got to meet uh, the voice of Duke Nukem and several other video games. John St. John? John St. John. Who else was there? Uh, Wes Johnson, voice of the Capitals. The Unleashed the Fury guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mike Rosin was there. Not familiar. Uh, he's done some voice work in the uh, Fallout series. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that cat was he just a genuine good guy. Yeah, was, got to talk to him. He's really cool. Yeah, Eric talked to him for probably about an hour. I think I talked to him for 45 minutes and two separate, you know, conversations. So Eric was having a personal time with him. I had personal time with him. He wants me to, because uh, he does, he plays in the bluegrass band. And he found out I'm from West Virginia. He wants me to find this uh, song that was written about my uncle who was killed in one of the mine strikes so he can play it with his band. Awesome. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. And uh, got Mr. John St. John to record an audio drop for Otherland Dreams. That will be premiering tonight on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to do some audio editing? Yeah, because he gave me uh, three lines to use. So I'm going to separate them out so that it's using one, like one, one time, one another. See, that's why I regret not going to be able to make those kind of things is because, you know, I, uh, at weekends I'm just unavailable. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's crazy for me on the weekends. And so I just, you gotta I, I regret you. because I can never get a John St. John um, uh, drop because I'm never available on the weekends. You've got to go leave away. that mohawk, dude. What? Leave the mohawk. Uh, Come on. <laughs> it's I'm, not centered. I'm not really cooling. That's, I'm not really cooling off very much. I don't know. Are you sure we can't do something with a fan? Is it too late to do something with a fan? Anyway. Um, well, I do have more fans. I could have uh, just put more fans in here. How about you shave his balls? Maybe that'll work. I'm not, not shaving nobody's balls. Well, I'm not farting on no snare drum. I ain't <laughs> farting on no snare drum. Man, that sounds like a way awesomer weekend than, than mine, and I, I had a birthday. I, 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 I'm not trying to compare one weekend to the other, but mine was pretty fucking good. And, you mine know, sounds horrible. I'm sorry. I wish I was there. Is what I'm. Is what I mean. I'm. Um, I'm glad Lost in the Long Box got to do that, and so uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys had fun. You got to meet those guys. I was. I, I played the shit out of Duke Nukem back in the day when it first oh, came yeah. out. You know. Oh, it tore that game up. Yeah. So. Uh, but Duke, I'm ready for more action now. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling a little bit cooler. Kind of horny. <laughs> Hot towel. Uh, you got one? <laughs> Hello, job? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Watch the mole. I saw it. Okay, it's make a big sure, one. Make sure you get his 11s, dude. <laughs> 11s? These go up to 11. Yeah, so uh, it was my birthday. Birthday weekend. Happy birthday! That's all right, thank you. Yeah, I'm 42, not 21. People were, people were asking me, it's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm, I'm turning 42, not, 40, not 21. You know, it's, it's actually twice the age i can't see a damn thing oh you can have these back oh thank you <laughs> what the hell's happening back? What are you? just looking for strays mm. uh, that's what a lot of people are doing at the end of the night at the bars are we all set i think we're all set okay um just uh keep the change gee thanks mister no problem <laughs> by the way mr madman uh let's remember that uh you haven't paid for your month of uh shows so uh, go ahead and pop that advertisement in. That's exactly, that's exactly why I gave you the, yeah, I totally remembered. That's why I gave you the, the tip. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and write, let's go ahead and pay the bills. So, um. God, you look weird. Yeah, I know. Shock my, does it, hold on, let me, maybe, maybe this will help. Oh, yeah. Well, that takes me back. Yeah, now you almost look like you again. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Shock Monkey Radio is sponsored by Danny's Pizza and Subs. Let's see how much I can do from memory. Uh, check them out at dannyspizzaandsubs.com. They are located at 10657 Spotsylvania Avenue here in Fredericksburg. So apologies to our listeners in... Did I do Perth yet? No. Apologies to our listeners in Perth. It's a five-mile delivery radius. Uh, dannyspeedsandsubs.com you can reach them at 540-898-5008 um, it's always buy one get one free pizzas they're open 11am to 10pm Monday through Friday I'm sorry 11am to 9pm Monday through Friday 11am to 10pm on Friday and Saturday and on Sundays they're open noon to 8 memory 
<laughs> it's always buy one, get one free pizzas at dannyspizzaandsubs.com. And um, I stopped by there earlier earlier today. I had to go talk to them and get the you know, advertising money. And um, That's so, why you gave them the 100 bucks. <laughs> uh, see, and you, yeah, and you I played, tried I, to play it off. I making, pl- played it off as a tip. think that he did that tip. good of a job. Anyway, so I went up there, and I was I was standing there waiting for him while he's writing, you know, the check. And um, I was standing there looking at the desserts, and they got they got cheesecake, they got they got baklava. Oh, I love baklava. I've made it from scratch twice, and I'll never do it again. Yeah, uh, they got they got tiramisu. Did I mention cheesecake? Yeah. You know what? I've heard so many of these ads. I can't honestly tell you. All right, and they got they got carrot cake, oh. and they got they got cheesecake, cheesecake, and um, yeah, it was like baklava, tiramisu, carrot cake, and cheesecake. It's just I'm I'm kind of fasting right now, and uh, the kind of dreams you have when you're fasting are like uh, I'm going to steal a cheesecake from Danny's. <laughs> Not something good for me. Something that's going to make me fat. The toxins I'm clearing out of my body, that's what I want. Yeah. That, that's my body. Just that's, that's how your mind is like, hey, something's wrong, bro. Hey, dude, dude, what are you doing? We operate on icing. Come on. <laughs> I actually knew a dude who would straight up eat icing. Anyway. <laughs> look, EK, EK's looking at me. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's, that is a very fair assumption. Yes. Yeah. Um, so... I just want to say um, thank you for all the birthday wishes. Um, face, Facebook was great. I mean, I I raised money for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Way uh, to go, man. Yeah, it was like 80 bucks. And I want to thank all of you who donated. I really appreciate it. Thank you because you know it's an issue that's very near and dear to me. You know, I've come a long way since when I was trying to end it. And, um, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, talking about it is better than just brooding about it, which is what I did. You don't want to do that. Talk talk to people about it, man. If, and if you don't have n- no friends that you can, you know, I know how depression works. I have no friends. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think you have no friends, start there and then reach out to your uh, close network. Uh, it's kind of anti, eh, I'd say, I would say close out to your network first, but that's just me being Republican. <laughs> um yeah, I thank thank you for donating. And so, uh, like EK brought this up to me, it's like, what do I want for my birthday? And it's nothing. It's, there's really nothing I want for my birthday. I, I, I might expand on this later, but um, yeah, as long as I got beer and you know podcasts, I'm okay. Um, so nothing. I mean, what I want is to be doing this right now. I mean, I've come such a long way in mental health, and and you know, moving away from my old career and graduate and gradually gravitated to this one. And I've never been happier. I mean, I've, I'm I'm living my dream. And so um, I would ask you to go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio, and help me keep this dream alive, you know, just a couple just a couple bucks a month. Two, uh, what is it? Like three, $3. $3 a month, and you get everything all, that is behind the paywall. And so um, thank you so much for donating. That's that's really good. I, I, you know, doing an altruistic thing on my birthday is kind of awesome. Go Taurus. That is a very, very awesome thing. And very Hobbit of you. Very Hobbit? Very Hobbit. You're going to have to expand on that. In uh, The Lord of the Rings, the Hobbits, on their birthdays, they don't receive gifts. They give gifts out. It's kind of awesome. It is. I like that better. <laughs> I kind of like that better. It's just I'm too broke to... That's why, please become a patron. I'm too broke to do that to everybody's on my birthday. So sorry, sorry if I didn't get you a present on my birthday. Anyway, so yeah. But he did have his 11C, so. So all I really want for my birthday is to come here and say, I'm the madman and I love you. So thank you for my birthday. You're welcome. Ah, hell. Well, I clicked the wrong thing and now I'm. I'm glad he got his welcome. Good job, EK. How are we doing on the video? Uh, we're we've been up since about a minute into a minute or two into the show. I did not catch one thing, so I cannot do the double shot, the side by side. Oh, okay. Otherwise, we're going to be promoting another show. Fair enough. The system rebooted itself right before uh, the show started. Oh well, that's a bummer. 
Yeah, it's a bummer. I don't know if you can do that in the background without transitioning. I think you can figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so thank you for the birthday wishes. I really appreciate it. Um, uh, there's still time to donate to um, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, so, you know, if you haven't yet, you know, you can still donate by all means. How long is the campaign uh, going on for? I think for a week more, one more week. Right on. And I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so it uh, gives you enough time to, is like, I usually ignore I usually ignore the madman on Facebook. Well, what is he up to lately? He's oh, helping, he's doing something nice. Yeah. He's helping people. Okay, I can get on board with not that. Not commit suicide. So uh, tell the listeners how they can contribute to this good cause. Well, that's kind of the point is that um, uh, this podcast, this YouTube That's why you're chan- the Wizard of Fred. This podcast, this YouTube channel is, is the consequence of me not killing myself. So, uh, so if you hate it, no, tough this, shit. No, it's like, um, you know, I, I see doctors and the doctors is like, you want to talk to a therapist? And I was like, no, I don't want to talk to a therapist. And it's like, why? And it's like, I got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I get to talk to as many therapists as a listen. <laughs> Let's face it. They do about the same thing. Just say nothing and listen. Yeah, they just, yeah, get, get mad and they, you know, send me an email saying, you know, it's like, why aren't you talking about Rebecca? You know, why are you such a racist? <coughs> I never thought you to be a racist. Well, everyone's a little bit racist. Are they? Well, if you just would back off the Ferengis. You do have a problem with the Ferengi. Why did you guys bring this up on the air? I told you this is... Because this is an intervention, dude. Like, you can't claim to not be a racist and, and have such a problem with one specific alien race. Look. And, and that's just the way they were born with those gigantic ears. It's like me and my big nose. Get over it. And it doesn't affect their personalities, so I'm not sure what the problem is. It's not true capitalism. All right, look. <laughs> Fair point. I, look, I'm, I've told you guys not what to bring, you, bring up Mike the Fringy thing on the air. What has that mic done to I'm you, I'm not man? trying to get sued. Why are you beating the shit out of that mic? I don't know. Why it's, it's acting weird, bro. It's like... Well, it, that's going to act weird. You smack it three or four times. It's like sliding around and stuff like that. Anyway, that's I'm going to change the subject. To Game of Thrones. Did you see Game of Thrones? Of course I did. Okay, so um, if you haven't, spoiler alert, I would suggest you go to about the 30-minute mark and um, and go to the News Worth Knowing, if we're at that point by then. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones. Uh, back to what they do best. People talking secretly in rooms. <laughs> secretly in rooms. Um, I feel bad for poor Lord Gen- Gendry. What's his name? Gendry Baratheon. Poor Lord Gendry Baratheon of Storm's End. It's kind of sad. Um, I kind of memorized the map of Westeros because when I was watching it, it was like, where's Storm is at? It was like, it's south of King's Land. It's been between there and Dorne. And, and I was just like, oh, shit, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, so I'm, I'm just, I feel bad for him because he got everything he never wanted, you know, and and, but and he really he did really want Arya and she just wasn't having it because that's r- not who reasons. she is. Yeah, she's a lesbian, and so um, I just I felt bad for him because uh, so, uh yes, I had the same look come across my face. She slept with Gendry. How is she a lesbian? He ruined her for uh, ruined her for men. IRL. That doesn't matter. In Does the context it? Context of the show. Can you give me uh, Mike? Mike two. I believe it's Mike two. Check two. There I am. My head is so slippery now. What the heck? <laughs> That's what happens when you take away all your cushion and your uh, friction up there. Wow. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I feel bad for him, but, you know. Yeah, because you notice after that, he wasn't in the episode at all. Yeah. He Who was knows? Just, he was in a corner crying. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I thought you liked me. I guess it was just the impending death that got everybody horny. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened, Gentry. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might not have had a chance to do this again. I might as well give it a shot. You know, I kind of want to kill Jamie Lannister. Okay, go ahead. I got my own theory on this. Uh, I just think that he, I wanted to believe that he was becoming a nice guy, that he wanted to get some strange and, uh, you know, um, what's that, unrelated, you know. Non-incestual? Yeah, I mean, you'd think he'd be interested, at least, 
But, you know, I just, I'm really mad at him because uh, he did that to Brienne. And Brienne is just, she's one of my favorite characters. And you don't do that to a character I like. Yeah, he, he did definitely handle that poorly. However, I think that he's not going back to be with uh, Cersei. I think he's going back to slay Cersei. Because when everyone was taken off to fight in the war, he stayed back in Winterfell to be with Brienne. It's only when he heard about the things that Cersei has done that he said, okay, you know what, she's a hateful bitch and so am I. He was going to take her out. He could have just told uh, Brienne, but maybe he didn't want to put her in danger. Right. That's I, why I agree. I think that he's going back to take her out because nobody, nobody else should kill his sister but him. I hope so. Like, I hope so. Cause I think I'm, he found honor. Arya cannot take out Cersei and the Night King. That's just too much. Yeah, that's too Captain Marvel-y. The, um, <laughs> I, uh, I hope so. I want to like Jamie Lannister. I really do. Um, but the thing is, I don't, uh, don't want to like Bronn. And I don't know why anyone should, because that guy is a clear mercenary. He came in like a pimp boss. I know. I love that scene. He knows how to deal with Lannisters. He's been dealing with them for a while. He knows how to deal with them. Yeah. With that line, it's like, what's Double River Run? And it's like, I was fucking rolling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know how to deal with these guys. Yeah. Oh, wow. And just punches Tyrion right in the face. I bet he'd been holding back on that for a while. I bet there's a plenty of times he wanted yeah, to punch him I in agree. the past. See, I I've never saw anything in there that could have been, uh, or that could have been, except for the one time he sent Podrick to yank him out of a a brothel. Well, that's the one and only time where I could think that would have pissed him off to where he'd want to punch Tyrion. Because most of the times the two of them are getting along. See, I guess I guess I just have a lot of experience being a smart mouth, like uh, wise ass, like Tyrion, and so I've noticed you know there's a lot of people who wanted to hit me. I'm glad they didn't, but, you know, because that would have turned out bad for them. But, I mean, it's, um, <laughs> but uh, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's like some people, they hold that. It's like, uh, it's like Ben Shapiro. It's like a lot of people say he's got a punchable face, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. It's like he, he just, he looks smug. You kind of want to punch him out of general principle. Yeah, he's you know? definitely the king of looking smug. Smug. Uh, yeah, so, um. Uh, LOL. At the, what's Double River Run? Seriously, it's like he knows how to deal with Lannisters, and they go High Garden. Oh, damn! I know they got some hot chicks down there because ooh, that Marjorie Tyrell. Oh man! Mm. I don't care how gay you are. What's wrong with you, dude? Yeah, that girl's cute as shit. Anyway, um, and she was down to down fuck constantly down for it. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, so Tyrion seems like he's finally getting in over his head because he's keeping all his chips on Danny, and she's just getting more and more crazy every episode. That's why I use that picture on Instagram and Facebook for uh, for the show with her when she turned around. She just got that kind of furious look where uh, Amelia Clark she's trying to act. <laughs> and uh, hey, I think she's done better this season than she has in previous seasons. So uh, let's give our girl some credit where it's due. Some of, the, some of the facial expressions in this past episode especially is more depth than we've seen from her in most of the series. Yeah, that's what I mean. She's finally trying to act. I think she's succeeding in acting. I don't know. I don't know if she can capture Furious. I mean, that's, that's a tough look. It's a, it, here's what it is. It's smoldering rage that's starting to uh, come out. Yeah, but she's going crazy, dude. I hope not. Because that would just be a, a sad arc for her character. Well, you're inbred, bitch. The, um... <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? I mean, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, she's slowly losing it. I mean, it's because, it's because she's been losing the dragons. You know, and that's kind of the big thing in the episode is that she lost another dragon. Yeah. Last week. Spoiler alert. And, and so, Missandei. Uh, they've, uh, yeah. they've killed Melisandre. And Missande in back-to-back episodes. We're losing all the great boobs of Westeros. Indeed we are. And um, and that is obviously a tragedy. But then again, we haven't seen Sansa's boobs. So we don't know for sure if we're, lo- we're losing the best. I, I, I really don't care to see Sansa's boobs. Why? Uh, I'm not. 
can argue, argue with you about that. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I think that Danny, uh, she's losing a little bit of her shit because she's been losing her dragons. And I think that now that she's down to one, she's kind of at, she kind of feels alone. She's losing her shit because she's losing her shit. Well. Literally. Well, it's the, way, it's the way she talks about the dragons. It's like her family, her children. Right. You know, and so she feels like she's like Cersei in the sense. is like, I've lost all my children. And now, now you feel alone. And then you're kind of backed in a corner like Cersei felt, you know, which she felt alone. Jamie was gone. And, um, and that kind of like sent her over the edge and went like power crazy. So, I, I mean, if it can happen to Cersei, it can happen to uh, Danny. So. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Sansa seems a little unhinged since she learned the truth about John. Yeah, she she is she, playing the Game of Thrones at expert level. Yeah, I think she's yeah. And there's a, a couple of jokes going around that you, if you want to keep a secret, you don't fucking tell Sansa. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you can never trust a Stark with a secret. That's what got Ned killed. Well, don't tell don't tell him who you really are. Well, I got to. It's it's honor. It's my family. This is who I really am. Don't tell nobody. Hey, Tyrion. What if there was another option? Don't tell nobody. Oh, how many people know? Eight. Now it's information. But yeah, but I I mean, I I do like that conversation she had with the Hound. It it really showed how far she had come. That conversation. she was so mature. That conversation was so mature, and I loved it. That was a great scene. It also seemed like there for a half second, like she was like flirting with him. I think I think she she knows that um, he he wanted to take her out of there because he felt it was the right thing to do. It was an honorable thing to do. Right. And to be honest, when that happened, I was like, that's interesting because he was like, fuck the king, fuck fire. I'm out of here. You know, and so um, but the first thing he did is he went to Sansa's room, went to talk to her, says, I want to get you out of here because this is a very dangerous place. And he'd always been watching over her since yes, she'd arrived. Absolutely. And so I think there is honor in him. And I think we saw that when he went uh, up north and went away and like became kind of a peaceful kind of farmer guy. And there is honor in him. There's like a, a peaceful side to him. And so I think that she also knows that, you know, if Arya was out in the wilderness, you know, he kind of protected Arya too. Oh, yeah. And so I think that as, as the leader of the Stark family, she knows that, you know, the Clegane, you know, was Sandor Clegane, Clegane, is that his name? Yes. Uh, Sandor Clegane was, has done a service to the Starks. It's the same as Brienne, you know. Right. Absolutely, you should be a knight, and you're serving a good family. I get it, you know. Now, so I, I think that, like, I don't think it was flirting. I was, it was just a very subtle thank you, you know. It was like, you tried to help me, you know, but I got a hell of an education out of it. And um, and you helped my sister, my younger sister. So I think that was a little thank you moment, and I thought it was really good. I think this episode made me feel a little bit better about the series because I was like, God, you guys suck at action at night. But and this is pretty good to you know, return into what's good. Um, and so I think Lord Varys is probably the most wise person in, in Westeros. I think that he is probably my favorite character. I got to see the last <laughs> last couple episodes. <laughs> this microphone's weird, bro. I got I got to see the last couple of episodes to see what happens now because of the conversation you had with Tyrion. No, no, that was the microphone to say, uh, using the safe word. No, <laughs> I'm touching it too much. Yeah, so pretty much, yeah. Lord Varys is probably my favorite character. You got to see how it plays out, though. He's got his little spiders everywhere. No, he's the spider. He's got his little. Well, they had a good everywhere. shot where um, there was a isolation kind of feeling going on. It was really good directing when it comes to or photography, you know, because uh, Jon Snow is being celebrated. This is why we decided to follow the King in the North and stuff like that. And right. it was kind of a uh, a tight shot of uh, Danny and, and her coffee it, cup. Yeah, and her coffee cup. We'll get to that. <laughs> and so uh, uh, there was this tight shot that kind of like showed how isolated she was feeling. And then it kind of, the camera kind of turned to the slow pan, and then you see Vera sitting behind her just staring at her. Yeah. And I was just like, that's the spider for you. And it's like, that guy has no dick anymore. And so he his real concern is completely altruistic, I think. You know, in many ways, you know, if, if and this is 
this is what <laughs> this damn mic. This is it's like this is all the trouble. I look down as like if I can remove this, it's like I could finally be a perfect person. And like no, I, I like that thing. I'm gonna leave it. Anyway, so I guess Grey Worm is gonna kill a bunch of fools next week and then probably get killed himself. Probably. All right, everyone's not in agreement. So I'm just I'm glad that um, Game of Thrones returned to something that I liked that I really enjoyed. Um, the week before, it was a grueling hour and twenty minutes. I was like, when is this dark piece of shit going to end? You know? And then, this week, I was like, oh, God, thank, thank you. The stuff I really want to to see to see in this show. It's not like I'm not going to watch it. You know, I, part of the enjoyment I get out of any kind of entertainment is whining about it. Poo-pooing <laughs> so, all over it. And so, I mean... It stinks! It, it stinks! <laughs> but, I mean... That's the point of inter- entertainment. It's like even on the Lost in the Log Box, I'm gonna, I'm like I'm gonna tell him this week. It's like this is a shitty comic book I read. That you know, thanks for letting me borrow it, but it is pretty horrible. And so, <laughs> that's how you get people not to loan you sh- uh, loan shit to you anymore. At least I fucking read it. I read it. It sucks. It's, what else you got? It stinks. Well, I was I was that guy back in the comic book days. It's like fuck Wolverine. You know all you. All you all day long. It's like Wolverine's the best. Wolverine's the best. Wolverine's the best. You read anything else? That's why they're printing so many goddamn Wolverine comic books. Anyway, I got a section here set aside for Hill Hippie's Garden. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but well, it's uh, fitting that Ek the DJ be in the room for this because he is going to help me out. Okay, we're celebrating the Madman. Why? Since it was his birthday yesterday. We should have. We should have moved it around, moved this section around, if that's what you're talking about. You should have hitties. I want everyone out there to know that the man behind the madman is... The guy, as b- guy behind the guy. The guy behind the guy. You know, he's the one when if he pulls off his shirt, you see the little face coming out above his left uh, peck. That guy. <laughs> I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one who's really important, because he's the one pulling the strings. He's the one... Close to the heart. Because that's who the madman truly is. Motherfucker's got a big-ass heart. He may say some stupid shit. Mostly because of all the um, the butter intake. But butter. No, yeah. that would be a slow heart. The, the, <laughs> no, the doctor said, it's like, your heart's getting too big. It, it, break, it broke the little gold frame on the x-ray. I'm, I'm just waiting machine. for the heart attack so that we can get you a gorilla heart and you truly can be a shock monkey. We need to get you a gorilla heart and a pacemaker. Boom. <laughs> literal shock monkey. That is a literal shock monkey. Shock monkey cyborg. And then I can meet Marissa Tomei and she can cut my hair. I've been I've been slipping I've been slipping pumps of a uh, liquid butter product into your beers for for months now, so. Is that, what is all that these why are? that thing keeps getting <laughs> emptied? It's probably why your arm feels numb half the time. It's uh <laughs> Sorry about that. No, you're not. Just tried to to make my dream of having an actual shock monkey come to reality but you're buttering up the madman literally buttering up the madman <laughs> literally literally okay haven't you noticed your beers taste a little funny no this, the trick is waiting till he's got two or three or seven of them in him uh, that the tongue's gone numb I figured this out <laughs> Well. He's got a system. Okay, so is that it for Hill Hippie's Garden? You've been poisoning me? I, yeah, he took it in a whole different uh, <laughs> direction. You know, I was going to talk about how awesome you were, but he's talking about wanting to turn you into a cyborg, so your awesomeness would last forever. I can't be the only cyborg in the room. That's the problem. Please let me die. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, save some of my DNA. That'd be cool. That'd be fine. But uh, don't cryogenically freeze me or anything like that. That shit's crazy. Oh, dude, Come dude, on. dude, I got so much of a better plan for you. You better hope I die before you do. Stop with this. Because if you die before me, I'm putting you in a mushroom bag. A mushroom bag? <laughs> yeah. It's a new wrap that they can put people in and <laughs> fungi decays the, uh, breaks down their body. Decays faster, removes all toxins. Much better for the earth. Oh my, what? what? <laughs> uh, finally, I'm, I'm the man- dead. I'm dead. I won't give a shit. Finally, the madman will have mushrooms. <laughs> hey, so too so, late. So, too so, late. Spe- so speaking of death, because we're gonna go there. Um, you know how I got that vampire kit? Right, right. Um, 
I want to make a box out of it and like break in case of vampires. But like, I, f- I always thought it would be really cool one day to like, wait, like, like later on in life when I pass away to like have them put a stake in, and that do an open casket and it, just <laughs> and just like just have a shifty Van Helsing looking dude in the back of the room, somber. Well, that's what I mean. If, if you're the I ki- got the hat for it. Well, if you're the kind of guy that they're going to keep your body inside of a mausoleum where people can come up and look at it in like a glass coffin, because there's people who do that. And yeah. so uh, you know, usually, you know, crazy dic- dictators and shit. And so if you're going to do that, it's like I would definitely have a stake sticking in my heart if you're looking at my body. Like People will be asking Luca, like, was your dad a vampire? And, that, that was and, just and, in and case. And Luke, Luca will be... Pre-programmed to response. Yeah, he always hated visiting Santa Clara. <laughs> <laughs> nice. References. Oh See, I thought yeah. uh, I always thought it would be another shadow box should be put next to the other one. Uh, this vampire case. Breaking that, case of werewolves. No. <laughs> Inside of it is a beer, and it says "Breaking case of Madman." Oh, that's a good idea. Should make one of those. <laughs> that's kind of a good idea. Waste of a beer, but okay. Um, so uh, EK brought this up yesterday. It's called If Money Was No Object. Well, I've thought about it since then. Excellent. Okay, so here's the thing. First thing I'd do is I would buy... He asked me, he was like, if money were no object, what would you want for your birthday? And so I've thought about it since then. And so here's what I'd do. I'd buy the Washington Nationals and start firing people like crazy. Okay. Right. <laughs> Once I'm bored with they that... deserve it right now. Yeah. Once I'm bored with that, I'll visit Toronto and see if I can meet Landon... Um, try to get a look around the most amazing top 10 studios because I'm curious about how they run things. I really am. And maybe maybe if I run into Rebecca, that would be cool too. Um, I def- Here's the truth. I'd, I'd definitely go buy a Corvette and a Camaro, both yellow, and then run out a couple of racetracks for a couple of days. Um, I'd take a trip to Lake Placid, New York, and then uh, Brunswick, Georgia, and stroll around the places where I grew up just to go down memory. Be nostalgic, I yeah, do. Yeah, then I would buy a fully stocked Walmart and spend like a week destroying everything in it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! Just my own personal giant rage cage. Um, Yeah, after after the Walmart then, uh, I guess I'd go to south of the border for a fireworks binge and put on a huge show. Um, Why south of the border? Because that's all, where the best fireworks yeah. are. No, China. They're the ones who invented the fuckers. If I'm going to China, I'm going to see the Terracotta Army. And then... And then blow them up with fireworks. Oh, why would no. you blow them up? No, absolutely not. Oh, come on, man. You kidding me? We were just talking like a, like an hour ago about how like all these native civilizations in Latin America were wiped out by whitey. You could always buy a uh, repercussion of uh, re- reproduction of them. Sorry, and then blow that up after you've seen them. I guess, because, but I have other things to do. I want to go to L.A. and try to get on Ben Shapiro's Sunday special. Fair want, enough. That would be interesting. That would be interesting. What's your show? Shock Monkey Radio or Shock Jocks. Oh, those are horrible. <laughs> Can I be on your Sunday special? Oh, they're horrible. <laughs> Punchable face. I would never punch Ben Shapiro. Anyway. Um, I neither would I. No matter how smug yeah. he got. I'd fantasize about it. But anyway, the uh, <laughs> uh, while in La La Land, I'll probably try to find Scarlett Johansson and ask her to marry me. Um, after that, um, I'll go to Bill Burr and invite him to a ball game because I'll be depressed and I'll want somebody to make me, make me laugh and cheer me up because no way Scarlett Johansson's saying yes. So, um, yeah. Um, who else? I'd love to drink beer and watch a, 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 like a baseball game with that guy. He seems like the guy you want to take to a baseball game. He would appreciate oh, it. Yeah. Um, also I try to party with Seth Rogen, Kevin Smith and Jack Black because I think they get it. I think they'd get yeah. me. <laughs> anyway, and then it's Vegas for a few few days, and then honestly, I'd come back here and back to my broke life of just being a podcaster and YouTuber. Go to patreon.com slash shockmonkeyradio. Become a patron, please. And that's how Bilbo goes on his adventure and comes back home. Okay, what's next? Okay, we're getting into the news worth knowing. We're about 10 minutes late, but it's okay. You know, these are some pretty shitty stories. Speaking about the coffee cup, coffee cup, coffee cup is good. Mm. Let's talk about the coffee cup that HBO digitally removes from a Game of Thrones episode, the last one. Yep. Uh, yeah, HBO's digitally removed a coffee cup after eagle-eyed viewers spotted something that was out of place in Winterfell, like a Starbucks coffee cup. <laughs> well, you, you, 
warm coffee in Winterfell is important because it's cold up there, y'all. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure they have something like that up there in Winterfell. I just don't think they have the the industry to make paper cups yet. 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 Well, we don't know. Well, we don't know that that was paper. It could have been just a a horn that was cut off and capped. It could have been. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I just I just love it because it's, it made it through the editing process, and nobody is like nobody noticed that error. Right. You know, and only the fans are sitting there. It's like, what the, what? <laughs> was that a Starbucks cup? <laughs> and who? What type of production? allows the actors to take their drinks on, drinks the, on set. the set. Yeah. Like, come on, man. But I mean, there was, especially in that scene, there was a lot of people in that room. Right. You know, a lot of actors in that room for those shots. And so, I mean, I think that is just in between takes, you know, stuff gets moved. People are like, Oh, I need my coffee. Oh, I need a cigarette. You know, and, Something gets forgotten, and some nobody thinks to look at where the principal shot is going yeah, to mean, look for a fucking cup or anything. Yeah, the edit- oh look, hey, whose dog is this? Daenerys or Emily, uh, Amelia Clark? Put that back in your trailer. Well, or like you know, a, a plane flies overhead during shooting, and they're just like, yeah, leave it in, leave it in, <laughs> or a car drive uh, drives past Hobbiton, right? <laughs> so uh, yeah, so um. The cup, which is spotted by a Reddit user, appears in se- uh, from a scene in Season 8, Episode 4. While Jon Snow and Tormund, Giant's Bane, celebrate the victory over the Night King, um, the uh, camera pans to Daenerys. Uh, she was sipping wine uh, when the cup from out of her realms appears to be si- sitting on the table, disposable coffee cup. Uh, the network already apologized for the error, <laughs> admitting their mistake. Uh, the latte that appeared in the episode was... Apology mistake. not <laughs> accepted. Daenerys had ordered an... Er- this is what HBO said. The latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake. Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea. <laughs> oh, and your mistake. I like that. Yeah. I got a, a elven ale <laughs> for Daenerys Targaryen. Daenerys tea. Daenerys tea. Your tea's ready. Please come to the counter. John S. More ale. Danny Rez. Danny Riz Turger. DT. DT, your tea is ready. <laughs> John S. Johns. Johns? <laughs> For Mod. That's M O D. Mother of Dragons, bitch. Well, I just love little mistakes like that because I didn't catch it. No, I didn't either. I didn't, I didn't until, catch until it. Until I interneted, you know? Now, here's the thing. I'm paying attention to the characters, you know, the exactly. actual story that's, what I'm that's looking being at. told. That's what I'm looking at. How, how, did the guy catch it on his first watching, or was this like his third or fourth where he's then looking for, to find shit? No, he had four or five Starbucks cups, you know, because he's, you know, doing live blogging, you know, live tweeting during the show. <laughs> he was like, I know what that, that is. His eyes just ra- immediately gravitates. He's so caffeinated. It's like, coffee, there. <laughs> that's called an addiction, brother. Yeah. Seek help. And nobody nobody talks, nobody goes to... Uh, CA. CA? Coffee's Anonymous? Yeah. Or, uh, what would you call that? N.A.? Narcotics Anonymous? Nicotine Anonymous. That's, yeah. Nicotine's no. not in coffee. Caffeine Anonymous. We see CA? It. Yeah, still be CA, yeah. Anyway, so um, a Florida dirty band. Dirty bean water. Dirty, dirty bean, bean water. water, indeed. I love my dirty bean water. <laughs> More for you. A uh, Florida man driving a lawnmower accused of striking a police cruiser while drunk. <laughs> yeah, so the Florida authorities arrested an inebriated man on a lawnmower who slammed into a police officer's parked, unoccupied cruiser. I'm completely shocked that he was drunk. Yeah. Right. Uh, this happened in Haines City on Saturday evening, and it caused ma- uh, minor damage to the cruiser's bumper and led to the arrest of Gary Anderson, who was 68, uh, who police said had a blood alcohol level three times the legal limit. The officer was on call when he heard a loud bang from inside a store, Fox 13 Tampa reported. Anderson Anderson allegedly told the officer he struck the cruiser but denied causing any damage. He also allegedly admitted being drunk, and he reported uh, reportedly had a trailer with a large cooler attached <laughs> attached to the lawnmower. He was driving around with his. <laughs> Beers in the back. Beers in the back. Uh, quote, this is a uh, quote, I'm proud of the professional demeanor of our officers showed 
when dealing with this heavily intoxicated belligerent, belligerent offender, Haynes County Police Chief Jim Elinsky said in a statement. Uh, he continues by saying, it's never a good idea to get behind the wheel drunk, even if that wheel is on a craftsman, Massey Ferguson or John Deere. <laughs> Here's what I think is funny. While in custody, Anderson was driven to a hospital after he accused officers reportedly using uh, foul language and racial slurs and of trying to poison him with cocaine. Well, you know, none of this would have happened if the cop hadn't parked on his lawn. Here's the thing, Sat. Uh, police said there was cocaine in his system when he was arrested. The of course there was. Yeah, the station report reported Anderson allegedly told uh, officers his driver's license was suspended 41 years ago and has never gotten it back. Wow. 41 years ago, were you doing the same thing? Possibly. Ballsy. Charged with third degree. Uh, charged with committing a third DUI defense in 10 years? So that was his other lawnmowers? I guess. And he refused to submit to a DUI test. Dipshit. Well, actually, there's a strategy behind that. If you think that the ride to the station and the time that it would take you to get the blood test, your, your BAC would drop in that time frame... Yeah, I understand that. Sometimes it is a risk worth taking. Like, I don't want to do a breathalyzer. I just finished a beer before I left, and I only had one. But that's so what I mean. Me... They When they got him back to the station, he was still, like, three he times. Was, he was soused. He, yeah. was still, <laughs> he was still three times this, illegal. By the way, this this uh, this method that I'm talking about really only applies if, like, you went to the bar and you had a drink, right. and you finished it before you left, and it's on your breath, you will read a higher BAC yeah. and a breathalyzer. So sometimes yeah, it's, it's better to, it is yeah. better to say, I'm not going to take a breathalyzer, but I will submit to a blood test mm -hmm. because I just, and be honest, I just finished a drink. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I'm going to move on to the next story about cats in Toronto. I haven't found out if this is Rebecca Felgate's place because she's so lonely without me, but um, <laughs> authorities in Canada's largest city discovered a perilous hoarding situation this weekend and an apartment where hundreds of cats, over 300 cats were found in an apartment on Saturday. This is uh, what uh, a Toronto cat rescue said on Facebook. What was the name of this apartment? Pussy Galore? Ba -dum -ba -ba -dum -ba -dum. Jokes. <clears throat> this is the second la large cat hoarding situation we have been with involved within a month, the group said on the website. It is very important that this not continue. This is a terrible way for cats to live. And, and it's dangerous. You, yes. Cat urine's fucking horrible for the human body. Absolutely. It'd drive you fucking insane. That's right. That's, there is truth and science behind That's the crazy right. cat lady. That's right. Uh, Toronto Animal Services uh, helped the organization remove 70 of this cat. Several have been placed in foster homes, according to the group. Uh, we are grateful for the volunteers and staff who helped step up to the plate of these cats out of the apartment right away. Neighbors have been t complaining to the news. Uh, the building had been complaining about the smell for months. Thought somebody died in there. Good yep. cat. Yeah, local animal hospitals given 38 cats and been checking on the cat's house. Surprisingly, most of them, pretty much all of them, are healthy. Good thing. Right. Carrie Lux, an employee of the animal hospital, told CETV News. There's no fleas or infections, which is pretty surprising. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Apparently, the city of Toronto allows a maximum of six cats in one home. How the fuck do you afford to feed 300 cats? With your carcass? Oh, snap. Or, um... But, okay. You, you it starts... No, it starts getting, like, um... That's one day covered. Like Audrey 2. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. At, at that point, the clouder becomes just, like, one big giant cat head. Right. Feed me, Seymour. Should I go out and kill murderers? You get that many, it becomes a sentient. Yeah, mm -hmm. it becomes, like, uh, what are they called? A gestalt? A gestalt glaring? Yes. <laughs> Cats. That would be terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. Adult it smells so bad. It smells so bad, and they're pissing everywhere. And you that's must. how they—that's how the cats take over the world. The piss will, instead, at that point, <laughs> turning you insane. It, it, once it becomes sentient, it'll take over your mind, and you become their unwilling uh, pawns. Uh, so, uh, did you hear that uh, Dave Chappelle is going to be honored with the Mark Twine, Mark Twain Prize for American Humor? Right on. Absolutely, one hundred percent. That award sounds made up. <laughs> no, it's it's a real thing, man. It's been going on for years and years and years. Mark Twain Award 
for humor. Yeah. He was a writer, right? Did he do any stand-up? Anyway. Samuel Clements. The, um, anyway. <laughs> you totally derailed me. Anyway, good for you, Dave Chappelle. I'm very proud of you. You totally deserve that award because you have been cracking me up for a long-ass time. And you know what? You're funnier than Mark Twain. <laughs> Come Mark, on, man. That's not a very high bar to jump over. That's what I, but back in, you know, back in the, you know, 18th, 19th century, you know, it was, uh, wherever, whenever he lived, you know, back then, you know, you didn't need as many laughs per minute to keep people interested. You know, now these, now these comedians, you know, they got to come out and make people laugh like the, you know, four or five times every minute. You know, Mark Twain, you know, you're just making people crack up while they're like, in rocking chairs by the fire. <laughs> Read this again slowly so I can understand the joke more clearly. <laughs> yeah, you're funnier than Mark Twain, bro. <laughs> Congratulations life, to you. Life back then sounds so horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad. <laughs> For modern times. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's talk about a bear in a hot tub. What? Yeah, a vacationing couple is shocked to find a bear in their hot tub. Is that why my uh, totem animal came back wet and stinky? It could be. It could be. Asshole didn't even invite me. Yeah, and they clogged the filters. Anyway. Uh, Long hair, man. Uh, this was in uh, Tennessee. A couple vacationing in the Great Smoky Mountains were shocked to find uh, a bear relaxing in their hot tub. On May 3rd, around 11 a.m., Elizabeth Strickland and her boyfriend awoke in their Gatlinburg cabin and to find some unexpected company on the property, three black bear cubs. Quote, I saw one walk oh, around shit. the corner yeah, of the porch, yeah. And I ran out of the bedroom to look out the windows and the hot tub, at the hot tub, and there they were. This is what Knoxville woman told WKRN. Uh, according to Strickland, one of the cubs hopped into the bubbling hot tub and even closed his eyes in relaxation. <laughs> yeah, let's pantomime some human emotions into the, uh, the, the bear cub. This is what else she said. She said, it was so cute. We let them enjoy it for a minute, and then they went on their merry way. That's exactly what I would do. I'm not yeah. going to go out there. No, because you go. Their mom is somewhere nearby. Very close. Mm -hmm. Mama might have been. Said, oh, let's see what these fucking humans do. Let's see. Come on. That's mess, what I, what that's... Is messing with my babies. I ain't had human meat in a while. Yeah. And black bear fur is so coarse. I'm, I'm so not Stick. surprised that drain didn't yeah. clog. I Clung just, up. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, moving forward, Strickland said that she and her beau will never, will surely never forget this first Gatlinburg, this first time in Gatlinburg. Uh, as for safety, the National Park Service reminds tourists that bears are dangerous and unpredictable wild animals. Duh. It's a shame you got to say this to people. Um, and to treat encounters with extreme caution. Uh, willfully approaching within 150 feet or any distance that disturbs or displaces a bear is illegal uh, in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. The NPS's website reads detailing that roughly 1500 bears are estimated to live in the protected park and they all want to use your hot tub right and public service announcements uh, announcement uh black bears when they charge they don't stop they won't do the run up and try to scare you off if they're charging they are going to eat you stay away exactly so uh we got about six minutes left and i just want to talk about this uh pretty happy story you know, I like to end it on a upbeat note. Upbeat. Uh, Florida teen stranded in, in, in the ocean, saved by a boat named Amen, after a desperate prayer for help. <laughs> All, right. All right. Two Florida teens uh, were enjoying senior skip day at the beach when they found themselves stranded in the ocean. Tyler Smith and Heather Brown, uh, Christchurch Christ Church Academy students who have been friends since the fourth grade, uh, were swimming off of Villano Beach near St. Augustine on Thursday, April 18th, when they realized they may not make it back to shore. Yeah, the, yeah. I think Howl is pertinent here. Swim out past the breakers, watch the world die. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Anyway, uh, weak and tired from fighting the waves for two hours and two miles offshore. The 17-year-old soccer players, a good thing you're soccer players, uh, told Fox News they started praying to God and crying out for help. Quote, I cried out, if you really do have a plan for us, like, come on, just bring something, Tyler recalled <laughs> to Fox 30. Tyler held on to Heather as he started cramping. And just in time, Captain Eric Wagner and his crew found them. Quote, over the wind, waves, and engines, we thought we heard a desperate, desperate scream, Wagner told the local station. 
Exhausted and near the end, the boy told me he crawled, uh, called out for God's help. Then we showed up. Wagner called the, uh, called the Coast Guard as he took his boat, the Amen, to their rescue. The crew headed from uh, Delray Beach to New Jersey, uh, decided to go, uh, go out despite the rough waves to go on an adventure. The Amen. Yeah. Both Wagner and the teens were thankful for that decision. Quote, I told them the name of the vessel, and that's when they started to cry, Wagner said. The young couple was gracious and grateful to us and to God. It was the latter all along. The two, that was his quote, the two friends who graduated on May 19th both plan on serving in the military before, oh, and believe this experience will help them. I hope it's not the Navy. Yeah. Hope it's not the Navy. Wow. Uh, You need to, yeah, anyway. Is it a bit pretentious to name your boat Amen? No. No? No. Believe me, it's, uh, what, what are the, the army people say? The army people say, uh, there's no atheists in a foxhole, you know, and, uh, I kind of agree with that when you're out to sea and there's no alcohol. And, uh, so you have dreams about drowning like every single night when you're in the Navy. (laughs) Maybe that's just me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think there's any atheists in the military. If they are, it was like, they're probably the first one shot. But was this a military boat that? found them or was no, it a fishing vessel? no it was a fishing vessel i think is it heresy to name your boat amen it's like this is my boat the uh it, the yahweh oh yeah it, it'd be more of a heresy to name it yahweh the amen is it just means uh so be it <laughs> what's your name of your boat so be it whatever happens fuck it what happens out sea stays out to sea so in other words translated the boat's name is fuck it fuck it yeah <laughs> Well, you can't write fuck it on it. Let's call it the amen. Why not? Little kids will see it. Okay. Anyway, this... uh, (laughs) Gene Collins, the director of marketing and development at Christchurch Academy, told Fox Fox News the school is grateful they're alive. Eh, I'm glad they didn't die. Quote, the staff, students, and families at Christchurch Academy are incredibly grateful for God's protection over Heather and Tyler, Collins said. Thank you to Mr. Eric Wagner, captain of the Amen vessel that rescued our students, for your action and compassion. That's nice, huh? Yeah, it is. Those idiots shouldn't, I mean, it says they, like they're an ROTC, but they should not join the Navy. No. If you, if you don't know enough not to swim out that far in the ocean, right? you're a dumbass. No doubt. There's a certain point you just don't go past. Because not only will yeah. the current take you, but... There's shit out there that'll try to eat you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are, those are nightmares that I had. I'd rather... Drowning? Or, be, lack, or drowning? actually making it out to the life rafts and, like, getting eaten by something. Drowning, lack of alcohol, and being drowned. Or being eaten. Believe me, when the adrenaline kicks in, you don't care about not having a drink. <laughs> Oh, anyway, so yeah, we're about at the seven seven o'clock mark. This has been Shock Monkey Radio. Don't take what we say too seriously because I sure as hell don't, you know. And and if you do take things too seriously, you're doing life wrong. Um, yeah, this is Shock Monkey Radio. Please become a patron. Go over to Patreon.com/slash/ShockMonkeyRadio. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, search for Shock Monkey Radio Redux on Facebook. Uh, what else? What else? What else do we? You got Teespring store. Yeah, go to the uh, teespring.com slash stores slash uh, madman lowercase. And you can get some uh, cool t-shirts and other stuff like like cell phone cases, tote bags, fleece blankets. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Like Bronco Obama. Anyway, so... Yeah, this has been Shock Monkey Radio. I'm the madman and I love you. Who are you? And I'm the Hill Hippie, wishing you all peace and love. Catch you on the flip side. Did you get the video of me shaving my head?